Welcome along, folks, to the next episode of Chewing the Cud. And once again, I'm joined by Collie. Afternoon, Collie. Afternoon, Joe. How are you? And Richie. All right, Pat? Yeah, fantastic. Good to be blue. After I tell you, lads, Collie, I think you scoffed at me last week when I said we'd be talking about 606. Yeah, I think I did, Joe. Just come home and buy on the table there, have a big slice over there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what a week it's been, Joe. Um, Spirit of the Blues and just unbelievable week. Really, really is. Just, just like for the whole club, Joe, not just for Carlos, so it, for the whole club. 100%, what, yeah, yeah. We what a, what a week it's been. For, yeah, yeah. For the ladies and so on and the junior teams. Um, but today, obviously, we're going to look back at um, the Palace win, the midweek game and against West Ham, where we progressed in the Carabao Cup. And then we touch on a few things at the end, like Colly said, the ladies team, underage teams. Uh, the the spirit of the Blues campaign during the week, which I thought was excellent, just gives everybody a lift, really does. And then uh, there's a few outgoings and incomings in the transfer market, which thank God is nearly over. Okay, so uh, we got straight into Palace. Um, another win, which I said after it, that it was it was another way of winning. Like suppose we kind of bossed the game. West Brom, uh, it was kind of handy in the end. But Palace, we really, really had to dig it out. Yeah, and I think that's one of the pleasing things from it is that we're showing kind of different aspects to the to the game and their, you know, their ability as well. You know, especially look at that game in seasons gone by in the not too distant past. Like, and I, there's no way we're coming out of there with three points. You know, they've really kind of showed the spirit kind of within them. They've showed the attitude is right. The concentration levels. You know, just completely switched on and they knew what they had to do. They dug it out and, yeah, really, really good. And, you know, when Palace pegged us back, you know, we just stepped it up a gear, got back in front again within 10 or 15 minutes, whatever it was. And, you know, and, yeah, I wouldn't say we rode our luck in the second half, but, you know, we, as you said, we, we had to play a different type of game, but job done. Yeah, I think that's, the, like, Richard, the great thing is, Colin, the heads didn't drop. I, I think the team we had last season, we did, we'd have lost that game. Or 100% Joe, but the one thing, there's only three additional players on that team last Saturday than there was six or seven weeks ago. Mm. Three. It's not a whole team that's been changed. So you can see the whole mentality has been changed uh, throughout that team. I completely agree with Richie. Once, you know, they peg us back, but we seem to step it up a gear. And even if we wanted to, there could have been a possible another gear or two there that uh, we could have stepped up to. But it was good to see them digging in, Joe, towards the end. Uh, Crystal Palace had a fair... Fair good spell in the second half, and they were lumping balls into the box. And she's, I think, Mina at one stage was doing the frog or something on, on, on the ground trying to head the ball, you know. But to see him putting his body in the way, you know, to kind of see everyone just doing their job, and it's great to see, Joe. Absolutely great to see. And I'm going to be honest with you, I know I go into it before, I don't think if that penalty had been given against us, we would have been raging. Under the letters of the law, I think it was a penalty at the moment, but that's neither here nor there. It's good for us to get something from VAR, I suppose. But I'll take the three points down again at London and come back to Goodison Park. But what a performance. Yeah, it really was. Again, Rich, it's just it's the squad that has stepped up. I know, obviously, we've signed the three players. It's a whole brand new midfield. But everyone else has upped the game. I suppose they had to as well. It couldn't be any worse. I mean, after lockdown, it was atrocious. 
No, I mean, yeah, we, we couldn't go backwards. But yeah, everybody has upped it because they're training with better players. But also, as Kali said, the mentality is better, the confidence is high, and there, there's just good momentum around the place. You know, when things are going well, like Kali said there as well, that you, you get breaks when you're winning and you're being lucky like that, the VAR decision or whatever it is. I mean, that doesn't go for us last season. You know, we just don't get those things. And now that we seem to be kind of saying, right, we fancy our chances against, you, you tend to get those breaks but, um, yeah, I mean, I know we kind of go, go into this as well regarding injuries and stuff. But, yeah, the squad that the, the, player, the other players kind of around those, they've all done really, really well and upped, you know, defended really well that there's no one there um, on, on Saturday who, who was in any way a weakness, you know. Um, and DCL just keeps kind of, keeps defying the, the odds, you know, week on week. Yeah, we just, we did that now as well. Dominic, but the, the milk just... Now we're going to talk about that. But the mill for the goal, I mean, Hamas again, Colin, it's just, it's just unbelievable. The vision he yeah. has, the vision he has is just, he sees a pass. I know Seamus made a great run, like a little one-two of them and, and he got in behind the defender, but I mean, the pass into Seamus and then a great ball across. But Tom just, I know Carlo talked about it. I don't know whether it was jokingly he said it, but kind of trying to model him on Inzaghi with his one-touch finishes. But, uh, I mean, it was, it was class. The whole move. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, just a, a huge shout-out to Seamus Coleman. What a, what a start to the season he's yeah, had, Joe. Yeah. Um, you know, a player that, if we're being honest, we may, may have had question marks over coming into this season and whether he'd, uh, he'd remain as a constant within Carlos' team. But, I think he's one of the first names down on the team sheet, uh, Joe, particularly for the Premier League, you know. Um, in relation to Dom himself, one touch, one goal. What more do you want, you know? And uh, I don't know whether you've seen, there was a couple of pictures floating around uh, after the, the game against Palace over the last maybe two or three seasons. And you actually see Dom and his physicality and how he's built himself up, Joe, over mm. the two or three years. That Just the guy is in tip-top form. And... Uh, well deserved his, his uh, international call up this week, that's for sure. But Rodriguez, Joe, we are running out of, of ways to describe just what a special player he is, isn't he? Uh, I think we're, we're lost for words, and there's not a lot of things. People's never said that about me now, Joe, in fairness, but he, he's Rodriguez is just, just a special player. And long may, long may, may he stay at Everton Football Club. He's just yeah. class. Yeah, no. I think it's just that load, Richard, that makes it, everything just, everything seems to go through him. And I know you said last week, and you notice it as well when you watch him, that like, he, he doesn't run around, like he's not, he's, like you said, there was one match, there was no sprints. <laughs> but he just seems to be everywhere. He just seems to know when and where to be. Yeah, he can drop into those pockets and I obviously the, the team are aware that that's the, that's the ball we're looking for. And he's playing kind of on the right, but with, I suppose, a, a lot of freedom where he can kind of drift inside, he can come out like, wherever he wants to go to just pick it up. And you know when he's on the ball that he's, you know, there's a fair chance he's going to create something out of it. You know, that was, you know, special, like kind of over the shoulder, no look on his so-called weaker foot, you know, and just the perfect weight on the pass, like it, it was phenomenal. And even to go back a small bit kind of before that, Andre Gomez switched to play as well with a brilliant ball kind of right onto the touchline. I think that having the ability to, to switch the play so so quickly, you know, you know yeah. we, we referred to it kind of 
I don't know, was it against Spurs or after West Brom, that when Hamas gets on it, that he's looking for Dina or Richarlison out on the left. Mm-hmm. And just being able to switch the play so quickly, I, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's, it's a serious asset for us to have, you know, because of the strength that we have in those positions. Yeah, I think that's a great point as well, Colleen. The, the, the flexibility that's there now, uh, especially in the midfield, like they, get, they can go any side. And, and it's, it's been caught out this sideways and backwards passing. It, it's, everyone's looking forward. Everyone's looking for the forward pass. Yeah, I don't know whether, maybe it's just me, Joe, knows. And obviously, with, there's no crowds there, and I've been watching the game, and you don't have this background noise. So you can actually hear the hear the uh, players mm. shout to one another. And as soon as, there was a couple of occasions in the Palace game, as soon as Rodriguez got on the ball, you could hear Seamus. And straight away, and then it was Sig- Sigerson and, you know, DeCorey. You could hear them calling for the ball. So, you know, the, the, the inter, say, the, the, the passing game has just improved so much. But, you know, uh, just, again, Joe, just find it hard to put words in, in just how good he is. You know, the kind of way I really do. Yeah, but he's being complimented, I think, Richie, by everyone around him. Like I said, I couldn't repeat myself. They've all stepped up, so they, and I'm sure Carlos said to him, listen, that's point to up your game, big time. But every single player now has added that, like, 10, 15 percent. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. But it's it, it's been fluid, too. People know their jobs, it seems, a lot more, you know, that it's not a case of... I can't run forward because I, I, I don't want to leave a space behind me. The people know that, it, you know, if James is gone, that the core is able to drop in, kind of just cover mm. a bit why he's gone. And it's just having that understanding with each other. And it just seemed to have clicked kind of straight. I, I mean, we're, we're three games into the season and we can see how well it's working. You know, we can't get overly carried away. But uh, to be honest, I think it can only get better that the longer that this group of players is together, you know, that when you're, so 10, 15 games in, they're going to have a whole lot more understanding with each other. So, you know, it's it's really, really positive. You know, it, 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 mm. things, things are really bright and hopefully we'll add a few more to it and just get stronger. Because yeah, exactly. as we said earlier, you know, we are going to need a squad kind of throughout the season as well. So I think it's really important that we bring in the right bodies as well. Yeah, I think especially if we're going to progress in, in the cup, which we, yeah, we have, obviously we'll talk about that later on. Um, just, we'll talk, we'll talk about Palace's goal um, no, we don't do zone American Collie, but it kind of looked a bit like that, didn't it? Because your man got a free header to back post. Yeah, he seemed to move off. Uh, it was a Michael Keane, uh, yeah. Joe. He seemed to step yeah. away from him. In fairness, it was a great header, and, and, and certainly uh, there was no blame put on to Jordan Pickford. Um, but no, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I, I was surprised when, when we allowed that goal in. Purely from the fact that he was able to get away so easy from Keane. I'm not too sure whether Richardson was in front of Keane and he managed to get in between the two of them or not. But um, look, we came back quite well, uh, Joe. Just one point there in relation to their goal. Um, I thought Pickford had a really good game from the point of view. I thought it, was a, it would have been a lot of pressure on him given the mistakes at Fleetwood. And I think mm. you mentioned in the last pod that we weren't looking for anything spectacular from Pickford. That a, a six or a seven standard most weeks would be good enough as such or certainly a 7 out of 10 performance and I think he stepped up last Saturday and I thought he'd done quite well uh, and certainly it was no fault for of his for the goal in my opinion anyway yeah, yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm not blaming people so I know, no, you're just not blaming yeah, but just, the point yeah, you made no, last week was quite yeah. valid yeah, yeah. You know? I think 100, listen, 100, if you don't hear that from your goalie it means 
everything's every yeah. as well as the defence. You know, but yeah. I think it just looks zoner, Richie, to me, which we we never seem to have done. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was kind of a standing jump rather than attacking the ball. That kind of. Yeah, I, I felt Michael Keane got caught a little underneath it, but I, I put it down to the to the quality of the, of the, the corner as well. That was a great ball in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it swung out and it kind of really kind of swerved back in in the last minute. So, it, you know, whether he was kind of planning on moving to get it and then it swung in at the last minute. But look, you just put it down. It's one of those things. You know, it was a good header, whatever it was, five yards out. Keeper's not going to save it from there either. So, yeah, maybe between himself and Richarlis and a bit of communication or whatever. But, you know, it's one of those things we're going to concede goals. So we just need to learn from it. But that was the only attempt that Palace had on target. So it just shows yeah. how, we did, how, how well we did defend. And on, I suppose on Pickford as well, it's just concentration. When you're in those moments where you're defending deep, you know, you really have to be tuned in. And uh, yeah, I, I, I thought he was good as well. You know, just solid, as we said. Don't need to be doing anything spectacular. And... Obviously not making any errors, so here's the yeah, more of those. That's like we said it loads of times. It's just as concentration levels. It just seems to go missing, or I don't know. Again, I don't know what his problem is. Whether it's overconfidence or just lack of confidence, I don't know. It could be could be a little bit of mixture of both. It's just we have to talk about like you said it earlier. It's, there's no way that was a penalty. Not a, not a hope, but listen. Bar owes us nothing, so we just take everything we can get. Um, yeah, I mean, technically by the laws of the game or whatever it, it, it was, you know, I think that's been changed kind of in the week since. You know, everyone got a penalty, let's change, let's change it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what, yeah, look, it's going to, it, it's leaving itself out. You take them and they're going, but I just find that when you're winning and when you have a bit of, you, you get those breaks and you get that bit of look and... I forget now what your point was. What was your question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forget as well. Sometimes I ramble on. No, it's just that Farrell's is nothing, but it was it was never a penalty. I just nah, it's I know it. you said it's I know he says the rules, but it's yeah, no, no, come on. No, no. Look, if we're all being honest, it, it, it's a ridiculous rule, and I'm kind of glad that it has changed. But look, it is what it is. I suppose we're, you're never going to please everyone, and it's what, the only thing about it now is if they haven't moved back into using so-called common sense, it leaves a whole lot more to the ref's interpretation, which was the issue before. So mm. I, I, it's very hard to find the kind of perfect common ground, you know. I, I just don't see where... But at the, it, was, it was too much. And I thought as bad as our one was on Saturday, I thought the one against uh, Eric Dyer on Sunday was worse. Oh, yeah. yeah that, was, that was shocking. I know we're kind of going off at times, but my God, how was that penalty given against Dyer? Was, he wasn't even looking at the ball. No, no, absolutely not. And look, you can understand uh, Marino's frustration, you know, at the end of the game for that. But um, hopefully, as Richie said, it has been looked at and, and slight changes are made. And maybe the referee takes a bit more time and goes to the, the monitor on the side of the pitch and, and let him then decide uh, if he feels it's a penalty or not. But again, air penalty, Joe, look, as much as I'm a, a true blue, I don't think that was a penalty, you know. And if it's gone against us, you know, Twitter would have just gone into meltdown on Saturday, you know, the good way. But um, then they were, the Palace fans were shouting for the the, the ball against Dominic Calvert Leon. And at the time, even with Air Force uh, possible penalty, your man's hand was in against his body. So under the law last Saturday, his hand wasn't outside of his body, if you know what I mean. So, um, so that's why that wasn't given. And it was the same with Dominic's uh, arm. 
it was down close to the body. So there was no, his arm wasn't outstretched away from the body. But look, um, VAR is still a, a, a thing we have to get used to, unfortunately. And um, I suppose we just have to take our the, the, the decisions we get. And we'll also get decisions against us, uh, Joe, unfortunately. But what more can we do, you know? No, I think thankfully the tide is turning in our direction at last. Yeah, yeah. Far out is absolutely nothing. One thing I did notice, Rich, not just in last week's match, but in all the matches now, the referees are going to the monitor. But last season, they, they, they never even touched them. I think they're overcompensating this time. They spend half the day at the monitor. It's like watching the NFL game. They're yeah. over at the monitor two or three times a match. Yeah, look, if I, I, I prefer it. So at least they're making the decision, knowing kind of what had gone yeah. on. But as opposed to it going back to, say, the boys in the, in the, in the studio, wherever they were, they were, they were making, mm. making the calls. You know, he had he's time to kind of slow it down, to have a second look at it and to, and to make a decision. And if it helps get the right decision, well then, well, then so be it. You know, it's sooner that than someone who's kind of not involved in the game as such, kind of looking at it from, from, from afar and, and they're making the call. So, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, to, to that extent, like sooner that he did go to the monitor and make the right decision, then we pay the price kind of afterwards. Yeah, hundred percent. I think the power in a match has to come back to the referee and his officials, not some fella two hundred miles away sitting in a PlayStation studio or whatever. He do. I don't know what to call yeah. it. But uh, yeah, crazy. Uh, with a great chance to make it actually three one, Collie uh, Dom it was a great ball in again, and I know we kind of praised him for his one touch, but like three yards out, we should be should be putting that in the in the net. Yeah, the way he's playing at the moment, you'd be expecting him to put it in the yeah. net, Joe, wouldn't you? Really? Um, maybe he should have come with the left foot rather than I think he, he did. He come with the outside of the right yeah, foot, yeah. and it kind of just went straight. But uh, maybe possibly, but um, yeah, if he put that away, you know, obviously it would have made it a bit more comfortable for us. But um, he he is going to miss as well, Joe. But. You know, it's little no criticism at the moment. No, no, it's, not, it's absolutely not a criticism. <laughs> yeah, we're just going through notes. There's no chance. I'll leave that to other people. No names mentioned. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just had notes here going through. Like, and then, like, they, they had a great chance, Richie, as well, near the end to make it 2 all. Um, I just kind of sticking out of my just, head when they were on the just, just, ahead, just ahead, I went wide, and Jordan kind of did it. Peter Smichael, spoiler, spread himself. Yeah, I mean, they had a couple of chances, or kind of half chances. The one that sticks out for me is when they were on the break and Decora just put the, you know, put, put the boot down and managed it to get back in. I think yeah. it was Zaha, was it, and intercepted. Like, I mean, it was, a, you know, a serious sprint and just, I suppose, having that energy, you know, that we didn't have before. I mean, that's the, it's, it's a game-saving tackle, you know, because, you know, he's in one-on-one if he gets another yard on him. So, yeah, fantastic kind of bit of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, we've been defending really, really well, you know, if I suppose we said that Mina got criticised for the performance again against West Brom, and he stepped up and he was one of the men of the matches, kind of against Palace last week. So it just again shows on Ancelotti's man management that he knows kind of who to say right. You know, you need to that he needs to step up and he doesn't mind calling a fellow out where someone else, whether it was Pickford, needs to be backed. You know, to to, to get to get them going right again. So. You know, I, I think everything is is going really well. We, we yeah. try hard to fall anything really. You know. Yeah. It happened to pick. Just yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you wouldn't be ever us if we didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, just on that as well, Collie. Um, I, I know a kind of couple of sent to have now, but Mina and Kane seem to be understanding each other well. 
went to go, went to stay. Keane is actually turning into a bit of a footballer. I don't know what's going on with him. But uh, yeah, the two of them have a good understanding now. Yeah, I think Michael Keane has stepped up pretty well, uh, Joey. In fairness to him, after lockdown, he he, he probably the player of the season post lockdown. Uh, Joe, and he's continued that form on, and, and uh, rightfully so, got included this week again in the international uh, setup. Um, and Mina, I thought Mina done really well. He's very erratic. Um, but there was a stat that I read about Mina during the week, Joe. Um, people go on about his injury record. The chap actually played over 30 games for his last season, which I found quite surprising. Um, so he's he's good, he's awkward, you know, and maybe he should be weighing in with a couple of goals, Joe. But I thought he played really well now on Saturday. I thought everything that came into the box, they handled they handled really well. I'd actually probably put me in a slightly better than Kane last Saturday against Palace, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, you know. I thought he'd done really well, Mina. But the whole back four, you know, solids, Coleman, Dina, the two lads, and I'm sure that's the way that they'll start tomorrow, Joe. But uh, yeah, no, I thought Mina was really, really uh, played well. Yeah, good partnership as well. And then again, this, this, we talked about this before, Dina going up and down that wing, Rich, just, just non-stop it's, it's a, and I think he seems to be a go-to ball now especially with Hamez yeah I mean with basically having the engine that he has first of all that, that, that he's able to do it kind of consistently week in week out but then I suppose having someone like Richarison who may kind of drift inside or he may kind of pull back that he just creates the space and that you know that Dean is kind of able to bomb on kind of afterwards and with the kind of delivery that he's able to kind of put in as well you know it's it's, it's just another avenue kind of creating chances you know throughout the game and you know if, when you're putting quality ball into the box we're going to get goals you know so yeah he, he, he's been phenomenal all season you know um, I suppose but I think Richie if you don't mind I think Alan and Dakari is uh, helping us from that point of view because I've noticed a few times, particularly when Seamus goes forward, the Corey would slot in into that area. Uh, so it frees up uh, Seamus to go forward. And similar on the other side with Alan, he, I've often seen him slot into that kind of left-back role as such, just to give it, offer the protection. So, you know, uh, the whole team is, is playing the part, but um, both of our wing-backs, are, both of our full-backs, should I say, uh, have started the season really, really well. Yeah, just just on that, like last season, the midfield used to just, it was very static. But now, like when we're on the foot, front foot, everyone's moving all over the place. Apart from obviously the two players you mentioned, Colin. But everyone is just, and you said it earlier, everyone is hungry for the ball, Rich. Every single player. Yeah, it's been progressive, you know, just looking to get it forward and putting them in the back foot, you know. And it's, it's I suppose it's a different style, but it suits the players that we have. Whereas... I, when, when things are going bad as well, you have that bit of a fear within you play within yourself and you're nearly afraid to do things in case you give it away and then basically yeah. it drains the confidence. So people, they seem scared, you know, and it's easy kind of to point out now and say, Goofy Sigurdsson, you know, going sideways, going backwards, like that's not his game, you know, for someone who kind of prefers to play in a 10, you know, this always should be looking mm. to go forward that, you know, he, he'd go to ball with sideways or back to Michael Keane. You know, so it just shows that when confidence is good, and you know, you know, you're, I suppose you've got better players around you, and you've got you've got a system that suits you as well. That it's going it's going to bring the best out of them. So yeah, it definitely suits a lot better, more to what to what we have now as well. Yeah, yeah. Just on that as well, Cully. I know you spoke about about Carlo being a rigid four four two, and we actually said that Dominic works better with a player up beside him. But the last few games, it's it's been a four three. You know. 
he's been up there on his own, which obviously hasn't stopped him because he's banging the goals in. But I mean, Richardson, can we? The work the chap puts in is just unbelievable. I I, I read something the other day, uh, Joe, about Richardson and a guy that I, I, I like quite a bit and I follow him quite a bit, turned around and said, possibly Richardson, probably the most important Premiership player we, we've had. Mm. Uh, and he, he ranked him above Lukaku. Um, and I don't think he's far wrong, Joe, to be honest with you, because I think Richardson gives you everything. Defence, mm. attacking, goals... Just never give up attitude, and you know what? He looks happy this year, Joe. Um, yeah. he, he just there's a smile on his face, and it's good to see players playing with smiles on their faces because you know, in the background, then things are going well. Obviously, a winning mentality will always help in any club, Joe. But he's probably one of our most important players now, um, yeah. and to see him smiling like he is and. He just gets the club, Joe. He, he gets the jersey. He gets the crest. Like he gets the supporters. He, you know, he's a fantastic, fantastic uh, young player, Joe. And like, I think the chap is only twenty-two or twenty-three, Joe. Really, you know, yeah, yeah. twenty-three. Yeah. So I just he he all round game is just unbelievable. I did bring up your right, Joe. I did say that I didn't think uh, Dom could play as the single man up front. He needed to be in a, a part of a two. Just goes to show you what I know, Joe. Joe you know, the oh, way, no, but... it wasn't just you; it was, it was quite a few of us because because he 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 progressed as a as a two. You know what I mean? Mm. But then it just shows the improvement that he's come. That he 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 can play on his own now. Where last season he was just lost. Yeah, yeah. But I think having Rodriguez there as well, Joe. Rodriguez is some ability to play between the lines, you know, the kind of way. So, Carlos already said in previous press conference that, you know, why wouldn't the striker get 20 goals, 15, 20 goals, you know, with the likes of Sigerson and Rodriguez and Bernard in in the team, you know. But, yeah, I, I, I just think uh, Dom, Dom is just, he's at the top of his game at the moment. And the most frightening thing is, Joe, there's actually more to come from him in my mind, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's, he's just in the zone, isn't he, Rich? Yeah, I mean, not long may I continue. I suppose he he's been doing the donkey work for a long time for yeah. for the team, you know, going chasing and kind of put up there and whether it's not so much trying to hold up the ball and trying to bring others into the play. Whereas now he's the focal point, and you know, but he's see he's changed his game and to jump ahead to to the to the West Ham game, you know, just some of the the awareness inside in the box like it's just you know it, it, it's a totally different kind of dominic to what we've seen in, in, in the past and it's, it's 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 brilliant to see you know because you expect him to score now you know that he's yeah. he, he's becoming that clinical striker that we were kind of crying out for and I suppose that only before the start of the season I said oh yeah I think we need someone and straight away he just kind of turned it on so yeah I mean yeah fair play to him you know I didn't I didn't expect the the jump in level so quickly, you know, you expect it kind of over the course of the season, but we're recording this on Friday, he's eight goals in after five games, like it's, it's hard to believe. Yeah. You must have been listening to the pod, lads. You heard you saying that, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you say about a few more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but again, it's just a difference in the player and I, I don't know whether it's kind of, a lot of our other strikers didn't just, didn't step up to the plate whatsoever. That It was kind of, it was him or else go out and spend another 30, 40 million on, on another striker. But he's, he's just improved this game so, so much. It's just, uh, like I said, like you said earlier, Collie, the, 
the Pickford maybe or not Pickford who'd say his first name on the team she's Seamus yeah. I think Seamus Dom, yeah Damas Dom mm. first name I mean, he's just yeah, it's it, just it, confidence it's no coincidence that it's coincided with the likes of Hamas coming to the club as well ah, and actually the formation where you have Richarlison as well who's able to create and you know that even if he's taken a shot and it's saved that he's able to follow up and it's just kind of adjusting his game to say stay in the box stay in around the goals and you know you'll get those little tap-ins and basically that's you know you become a hero from scoring goals from three yards out you know yeah, yeah, listen, Lineker did it, so, listen, yeah, yeah. But the thing is that, I know we're, we're kind of going back on ourselves, but he's getting that service from midfield, Colly, where he was getting zero, like the tail end of last season. Yeah, look, it, 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 having an Alan or Decore or Rodriguez or Gomez in there, these are all ballers, Joe, you know, the kind of way, and, Decorey has the legs and, and I think actually Decorey will weigh in with a few goals over the course of the season as well, you know. So you have almost nearly five or six players forward thinking as such and you have the back four with Alan sitting there, you know, to protect the back four. So he is going to score goals and like I know people set my target. I think Angelotti set my target 20 goals, I think. But you can see him beating that at the moment. The way things are going at the moment, you can see him beating that, couldn't you? Yeah, oh, easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, folks. That's a great win against Palace. Uh, another top of the table for a few hours, which are printed off again. I'll have enough wallpaper to do with the kitchen. I think this time next week. <laughs> right, we'll take a short break, and uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about the win against West Ham in the cup. Thanks. This is Kevin Campbell, and you're listening to Chewing the Cud with the Irish Toffees. Come on, you blues! Welcome back, folks. And now we'll get into the uh, cup win against West Ham. Uh, probably just a continuation of before the break, Colley. Dominic Calvert-Leon. Another hat-trick. The chap is just on fire at the moment. Yeah, what a goal, uh, Joe. But let's, first of all, let's talk about Big McKean at the back. Oh, you know, what, a, what, a, yeah. what a ball. You know, to come into the mid- middle of the park and that was that was a hard ball that he gave in there, but Dominic to take with the left and finish with the right. And I'm waiting for the offside flag, but he, there was no offside, yeah. he wasn't offside, Joe. And oh, what a take, you know, the kind of way. And I, I was a bit worried going into the game, Joe, if I'm being honest. They put out a fairly strong side, uh, West Ham. Yeah. Uh, so it was worrying me, but to see us put them away so convincingly uh, at the end. It's terrific, I have to say. Yeah, he's just, just confidence is like sky high, Richie. Yeah, I mean, it's as you said, it's just so so clinical, you know, and just able to take those chances and keeps improving, keeps proving people wrong. And you know, yeah, for me, the first one, obviously, you know, from Keane's turn and the, the takedown and the finish, but the third goal for me was just so good that he was kind of facing. Facing away, and as soon as the Wobie took his shot, he swiveled and he just gambled in case it was coming off the keeper, coming off the post as it is, or as it did, and just there, just 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 to tap it in, like, and it's just awareness. But yeah, he he's on fire, and you know, I'd say confidence is just oozing. An England call up now is only going to kind of propel him another bit, hopefully. And you know, yeah, we're in good shape for you know, I suppose it's someplace where we said, oh, we need to get goals kind of out of out of a centre forward, and he just appeared, you know. Just a different type of goals he's scoring now, Collie. Head, 
left, right, arse, uh, just everything. Everything he touches is going in at the moment. Uh, 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 Richie mentioned the tour goal and I thought his awareness as Richie pointed out was just unbelievable but if you actually look at the second goal he took it very sweetly first time on his left left yeah. uh, foot I actually I think he is a right footer Joe so to see him mm-hmm. so composed on his left foot again uh, I don't know who's working in the background if it's Duncan and Carlo if it's Carlo I don't know who it is but whoever it is keep it going because this chap is on fire he really is, you know. And there was some supporters late last year saying he couldn't wouldn't make it and we should ship him out and stuff. He's he's making a few people eat their words, that's for sure, Joe. Yeah, yeah, quite a few actually. I think we all kind of not not that we doubted him, Rich. We just kind of thought his his progression was a little bit slow. But listen, he's just hit the bonus this year. Yeah, I suppose we were only going on what we'd seen as well. It wasn't that we mm. thought that we didn't want him to become what, what, what he's after turning out to be by, by any means, you know. And yeah, I suppose he, he had been a kind of one in force, you know, that he'd have to get four chances before he, he'd stick one away. But, you know, he, he, he's got a swagger, he's got an arrogance about him now and he's at a different level. But if we're going to get to where we want to be, being contesting semifinals, contesting finals, we need someone that say, you know what, you're going to get a chance and we're going to have to take it and that, that's going to be the winning of it. Because that's that, that's what wins you is being that clinical and getting those goals when you get those chances that you won't you, you may not get the two, three, four chances to stick one away. And basically, you know, we, we, we need him kind of where he is now. I suppose we had it with Lukaku, but we didn't have the, the rest of the of the picture. So mm. it it seems to be all kind of around us at present. You know, it's early days, but you know you can't ask for much more from what the team are are, are producing on the field. No, no, it's just a 10 out of 10 performance from Dom. Really, was just everything you want from a striker. Work right with the goals added as well. So, not a few players actually, Colly, not, uh, not surprised, but kind of surprised me, to be honest. Uh, kind of play well. I thought that, that was tidy and solid enough. Yeah, my favourite player, Joe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I, I've, I've, everyone knows. I'm not a lover of Delft by any stretch of the imagination, but I thought the other night it was the Delft that Man City had. He played for Man City a couple of years ago. I thought he looked fitter. He looked, he looked up for it. He looked, you know, he bossed in the middle of the park. Um, he played really, really well, and it was good to see Joe because that's the Delft when we signed him, whatever, twelve, eighteen yeah, months ago. That's, that's that the one we, we bought. Yeah, yeah, that's the one we bought. And uh, look, you know, he. Certainly, he showed uh, he showed his qualities through the night, and long may that continue, uh, Joe. I have to say, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, I think it's right. We want we all want these players to prove us wrong, Richie. Nobody more so than me. I'd love to see a Wobby come on and be like Brazilian esque, but but to do it, you just need to to show us that. Listen, we all know th- these lads can do it. Like Sigerson pointing in case, I thought he was excellent through the night. I mean, just everything worked. Especially like that that pass for for Dom's third goal hat trick, little slide real pass into the box. But we know these lads can do it. Yeah, I, I, obviously, and, and and as you said, we all want them to do it. You know, it's not as if we're saying, right, I, he's not he's not my top of my favourite really? or whatever. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's whether it's kind of getting something right. But for me, I think a lot of it is the mood around around the camp and within within the squad. You know, when things are going well, these type of things. 
become easier and, and stuff like that. I thought Delph was excellent. I just thought he, he, he gave that shield. His passing was really, really good. And yeah, I, I mean, when we spoke towards the end of last season, the fellas that we wanted out the door, he was top of my list as well. But I think now that he is, uh, he's the perfect cover for Alan, you know, until maybe Cabana comes back or whatever. But yeah, I, I, I thought he was really good. Sigurdsson shows that he still has something to, to offer, you know, and we are going to need that bit of depth and having those boys that can come in and just give you, I suppose, a bit of security and, and that you trust them, you know, and I, and I think having that, that, that in those, if they're playing the right formations and the, and, and the, and the right um, positions for themselves, that, that, that they can do a job, yeah. Yeah, I think as well, Colin, going forward, as far as the league is concerned, we might well see, obviously we're going to see Hamas, Alan and the Corey start fit, uh, fitness dependent. But I think you'll see Delph Gomez and, and Sigerson like vie for that, that other midfield spot. Yeah, 100%, Joe. Uh, I think they'll be flip flopping through the, the season, both in the cup competitions and the league, to be honest with you. Um, but I, uh, just to, to pick up a point you made earlier on, I thought Sigerson done really well as well the other evening. Um, Again, I thought he controlled quite a lot of the, the game, and he was uh, possibly one of the men of the matches uh, for me, Joe, the other evening, to be honest with you. And it was good to see, you know, he looked, again, like Delph, he looked interested. He he, he he was captain on the night until, she, well, he was captain for a period of time until Seamus came on. But I, I, I thought he'd done really well, Sigurdsson, and, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him play tomorrow now, to be honest with you. No, I think, I think he's played. Listen, we thought that Phil Gordon and, and Bernard is not man to match in bow cup games and weren't seeing anywhere near the league. But uh, another plus again, uh, Conco, which this this chap is he's a fine, isn't he? Yeah, I mean to get him for for next to nothing, like it's 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 yeah. you know when you're pulling out these deals. But yeah, I suppose we we spoke about the previous games how how effective he was going forward, and we said, oh, this will be his first test against Premier League opposition and see how he's able to defend. But yeah, I mean stepped into it. With ease, you know, didn't look out of place, and it's 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 again. I suppose I've said it before that we were kind of worried that you know when Baines retiring, but now it's a case of you know what, even if Luca Dean has to, if he's injured or what, what, whatever case that, that that I think that we have a a well capable backup there, you know, and, and to get him for for next to nothing as well. But yeah, I mean, for a guy as well who's nineteen years of age, you know, it, yeah. it seems like he's been doing it for years. Yeah, it's just class, isn't he, Carl? Yeah, it's a different game. Do the night, Joe, he, you know, he showed us the offensive side of his game. Do the night up against Yarlamenko and he didn't put a foot wrong, to be honest with you. I think Yarlamenko got taken off then uh, coming towards the end of the game. But uh, Nkunku is, a, <coughs> is certainly a find. And for what we pay from Joe, <laughs> there's a, a bit of profit there, I think, whenever he does leave at the club. Pushed me up to the hall, yeah, Paddy. This is Joe, this is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, soon we stop that business and hang on to these lads for five, six, seven, eight years, whatever. Uh, okay, we have to go into the downside now, Rich, the, the injuries. Um, I think I didn't get the up, update today, but I think the worst at them looked to have been Alan McGroin. No, Kenny, Kenny is the worst, which is um, probably about a month, he said. Alan okay. will miss, to, say, Saturday, and Richardson is a fitness test in the morning. So, probably not as bad as we initially feared, kind of on the on on the night, yeah. you know. And I think probably with a with a land with a maybe a minor strain or whatever it is that I think rest is probably the good thing, you know. So he'd be 
on 17 days rest before the derby. So, you know, just, just, just give it to him. I think it's important that we, that we get him back for that. And Kenny said that, um, uh, yeah, that it was a bad twist or, or a sprain or whatever. So you expect him to be gone for a month and that Richarlison, not, not, not as bad at all. So hopefully he'll be okay. And I think given Richarlison's his injury record, he doesn't miss a whole pile. You know, he goes down a lot, but he, you know... Yeah, I, think he, I think he's hurt himself more going down than the actual tackle. <laughs> it, takes a, it takes a lot to put him out and it's good to see because I was, oh, straight away, not here we go, you mm. know. But uh, yeah, yeah you know, it was it was hearts and about stuff when we lost the two within seven or eight minutes. But uh, yeah, thankfully it's not as bad. I mean, with, with Kenny, we're I suppose we're short to cover and right back. But if it's only a month, hopefully whole get to be back, or you know maybe we'll have someone in that'll cover. So I wouldn't be too worried about it. Yeah, that's the tight rope in these cup games, Carly. As much as we want to progress, but if you pick up like a serious injury to to one of your first teamers, it's kind of puts a dampener on the cup win, doesn't it? Ah, course, Joe, but it's a gamble, you know. Uh, we all kind of knew that he was going to put out a strong team. We didn't realise he was going to put out as strong a team as he did, Joe, the other night. But um, I think Richardson actually walked out of the ground. It was uh, the club itself released a video uh, after the game and it showed a few players leaving the ground itself. And I think Richardson was in the ground, was in the, the the video as he was leaving unaided. There was no, he wasn't on crutches or anything, I believe. Uh, John Joe was in the cast at the end of the game, so. Yeah, uh, best wishes to John Joe and, and as as Richie said, I personally Joe probably wouldn't even play with Charleston tomorrow. I'd probably put him on the bench um for fear of possibly picking up an additional injury in the area, but that's just me. Yeah. I wonder would it say it's going into the market, Rich, for a for a right back? John Joe's on the long term. Yeah, I mean I think Although said, we weren't. Yeah, I think he said four or five weeks. I mean I I think we've we've other places that we need to I know you can't be without cover, but if it's only four or five weeks, I, I, I don't know. Maybe if you, I don't know. I, I don't see it happen, to be honest. I think if we mm. get Godfrey in, that, that, that he can probably cover there. I know Holger can cover there. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't have a midweek game now until December. So he'd be well back by then. And you're just expecting Seamus to, to play and hopefully that he doesn't pick up something. I think that's where, the, that's where the big fear is that if you were to lose two. But at the moment, I think when it's only, and then we have two weeks. So it's really only a week that he'd be missing, hopefully. So... I don't, yeah, yeah. don't know who's need to, and I think we have other places that would be a more of a, a priority than than right back. Mm. Yeah, we talked about uh, outgoings and incomes in a few minutes. So we've uh, united away now in the quarterfinals. Just one point in that, Collie. I just think it's ridiculous. You play a lot of games to get to this stage, and now there's like the goats of a two-month break between the like the next round. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem that way, Joe, doesn't it? Like it, it was a big rush to get to this kind of round of the cup itself, and then, well, for eight weeks, as you said, or whatever, in December, when the next game is, maybe obviously with the Champions League and Europa Cup starting and stuff, that maybe this had some bearing on it. But I wouldn't fear anything from United. I have to say, I'm not saying that we walk it, but uh, I don't think we should be feared in any team. This season, Joe, both in cups or leagues, and uh, and taking me everything off here, Joe. I think we have a, a really, really strong team, and we will certainly take anyone, uh, or certainly give anyone a game. Uh, I just either think we'd rather be playing them now in the in the current form we're in, and the current form they're in. They're not they're not firing yet at all. So I just don't understand the long break. Uh, it it is due to due to Europa. I mean, that's basically they were the last three rounds have been played so quick because it was catch up. 
because mm. of the, the, the delay in the start of the season. So they were rushed out to get to this point, which is always the case, but they'd be kind of staggered up to now and then you'd have a break for quarterfinals, semifinals and finals. So that's, it, it is kind of around Europe. That's, that's the way the, the competition is structured, but it doesn't suit us when we're, when we're going well. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, especially when we're not in Europe. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, listen, great to get into the next round and to make it six wins out of six. Brilliant. So uh, we go on now to a couple of outgoings and incomings. Caldiorda, Jim White off the pod. So over to you. Yeah, obviously uh, Ben Godfrey is the name being linked coming in, Joe. Uh, centre-half or centre-back at Norwich, captain of the English 21s, uh, six-foot, um, highly, highly rated. Uh, I think Ferdinand could be his, his uh, agent. Um, seeing a few clips on YouTube and different sources, uh, this chap has some serious pace. And I think if you look at some of the names that we were interested in for that centre-back area, um, the one kind of common quality they all had was pace. Um, now people are giving out already about he's not that tall. He's six foot. Holgate is six foot, and Holgate didn't do too bad last season. So, um, hopefully we can get that one over the line. And then a couple of going out, Joe. Uh, a couple of things from today. Bessich, I'm led to believe, is on his way up to Glasgow Rangers on a season-long loan, which will be effectively the end of his contract with ourselves. And the club are possibly in negotiations to terminate the contract of Sandro Ramirez. There are three or four Spanish clubs looking for him, but wages has been the issue. Never ever happened for him, did it? No, unfortunately not, Joe. No. Um, And then uh, uh, Carlo mentioned today in the press conference about uh, Balassi that he just unfortunately won't be in his plans or the squad or the team this year. I thought the way Carlo Handler was excellent, if you compare that to maybe Koeman many years ago in the Aston, where basically get your locker out of the dressing room. Carlo basically yeah. said that he'll train until such a time as, you know, a club comes in from where he leaves the club itself, you know, which is, you know, he didn't ball him out as Koeman did with the Aston, you know, the kind of way. One other thing, though, um, I know Tom Davis being linked with Southampton, but they're in the process process of finalising a, a deal for a midfielder today so possibly that avenue has been closed OK, okay. Yeah, I think we need to ship out a few of these lads like uh, Balassi I'm just wondering will he be used as a make weight to get uh, Saha Rich I don't know I'm just thinking out loud here Yeah I'd, I'd say that'd be optimistic given you know that he's not even close to our plans whether whether it was or whether Palace would have much interest in him you know he hasn't mm. played in the league for over three years now, so you know to, to have him back, I'd say maybe Tosin, maybe given that he he gave a he had a good start that he spelled down there before he got injured. Uh, Walcott, I think, is someone who you know seems to have gone completely out of the out of the picture. So I think yeah. he's someone that we need, and is probably carrying a big wage as well. So he's someone that we may be able to use. And uh, yeah, I think they, they'd be more more likely candidates than than than, than Velassi. So it's interesting to see, but I think we need to get. I think there will be a, a big flurry between, I suppose, between Monday and then also between the, the extra 10 days to the championship clubs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exciting times. Yeah, if you could bring Zaha in for a couple of more, right? Sorry to go back to your yeah. point. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think you said as well, Colly, that uh, oh, I didn't see the presser, but Carlos said that there might be a surprise. Yeah, I, look, we haven't spoken about Moise Ken either. Uh, Carlo, he was asked in the press conference today 
um, and why he didn't play during the week and allegedly he's unwell. Um, now there is a lot of rumours going around that he's on his way back to Italy, possibly on loan. I know PSG again allegedly has shown an interest again on loan, but a, a, a boy. Um, now if Moise was to leave, you would think they'd have to bring in another striker or a winger, which would push Richardson up top. Yeah, maybe that would be my thinking. I maybe know. Zaha and then Richardson yeah. would go, go Zaha, back up top yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I still wouldn't rule out I think I said it in one of the earlier pods uh, Lozano or a, a Bailey or a, a, a Depay his move to Barcelona has uh, fallen through and Leon are just looking to get him off the books completely uh, I think the fee or the asking fee is around 15 million euro now his wages would be high but uh, it is it is a player that I know Brands has been interested in in the past so maybe one to keep an eye on uh, again it could depend on Getting some of these high earners out, like Walcott. players out the books, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, we'll keep knowing that. Well, Carly will. Can't wait for it to close. To <laughs> okay, we go on to. Uh, we go on to. Uh, listen, a great weekend for Everton all round. The ladies, uh, two wins in the week, quarterfinals or semi-finals, sorry, and uh, now into the final. Middle Carly. Yeah, they played last Sunday, Joe, um, and they beat Chelsea. Uh, really good win over a strong Chelsea side. They beat them 2-1. Um, and then they went into the semi-final against Birmingham. and I think they, they literally just ran right against Birmingham and, and, and ended up winning 3-0. So, great, great weekend. But not only the women's, Joe, uh, just the 18s had a fabulous win as well. They, they won 4-0 uh, last week. Uh, against Stoke and then the 23s then on the Monday night won 4 1 against Derby and that led us into Wednesday night and obviously we beat West Ham and, and then the ladies beat um, Birmingham to go into the final on the 1st November against a very strong city side. We will be underdogs, but the way the girls are playing at the moment, Joe, you wouldn't put anything by them. Or, yeah, you know, it's just a winning feeling all around the whole club, which is just great to see, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. And I suppose everything that's going on when there's momentum behind it, you know, it's 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 hard to stop. But winning is a great habit in 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 anything. And it seems like you know that everyone is feeding off of the whole thing. And I suppose Carla coming out Wednesday night and saying, you know, the first thing he did he said was congratulations to the ladies. You know, it's it's brilliant to see and that everyone is kind of buying into the whole thing together. So, yeah, fantastic week. Uh, just to, uh, just lift the whole club, Colly. Everything you can see, like from the kids to the ladies to the first team, everything, everything's just hunky dory at the moment. <laughs> now we've, we've the derby on the horizon. <laughs> it's just bring us straight back. Well, listen, maybe not. But yeah, look, it's just the, the feeling around the club is just great at the moment. Yeah, I don't know whether you've seen uh, uh, DCL's uh, interview after the West Ham game, Joe. Uh, obviously, no. he asked some questions that was hat trick and. But he actually, like uh, Carlo did, he came out and congratulated the women as well, you know, which I thought was a, a nice touch, you know, that yeah. the, the connectivity, let's say, between various teams within the club is there, you know, and mm-hmm. I just think long may you continue. And it's been a long, long time, Joe, since this positive feeling has been around the club. Like, we all know about the dark days under Dinosaur Allardyce, you know, and yeah. them days, you know, Thankfully now we're, we're looking forward with promise and hope and just a real positivity about the place, Joe. And 
look, you, I know we're going to go on and, and speak about the song now, but Jesus, what a week it's been for the club itself, you know. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, you just mentioned there, uh, top of the league last week on Sunday night, Rich, top of the charts, spirit of the blues, number one, knocking that dope Miley Soros back into our box. Just, it's just brilliant to see, isn't it? Yeah, hard, hard to put into words. And it's just, again, the feel-good factor from the whole thing. It was brilliant, you know. That yeah. Couldn't stop watching videos. Here's another one, here's another one. But yeah, brilliant. And then, you know, everybody buying into it. And at one stage, I think they were top three in the, in the iTunes charts. How yeah, yeah. Howard Gray had gone to number one in, in, in the movies. You know, really, really good. And, I, you know, you can see everyone is on the crest of a wave after a month. And you look back to... I suppose towards the end of last season, Jesus, we couldn't wait for it to finish, and we're saying, "Where do we mm. here?" And how quick it can turn around to be in such good spirits, like everyone. You know, when you talk about a whole fan base, not just a group or someone celebrating something, it's everybody. And you know what? It was it was just good fun as well. There was no one being berated, or was no one being. Yeah. Sick. It was just mm. good. good no, no buildings being born, and no fireworks being thrown <laughs> yeah. at buildings or anything. But. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it happened it happened so 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 easy as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, like it's, it's just great to see the atmosphere around the whole fan base. And like you said, Carly, it's a long, long time since we've all felt like this. Yeah, look, I know, Joe, you're not a fan of Twitter. The Everton Twitter land this week has just been the best place to be ever, ever mm. from... As Richie said, the videos popping up online to celebrities taking place to... Miley Siders allegedly asking what an Everton is, you know, the kind of way. It's just, it's the place to be, Joe. It really is. And we have the best fan base in the world. And okay, I have you blue boys hat on there. But when things are going right. When things yeah, are going right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, look, hopefully we continue on tomorrow, Joe, with, with, with the good run and, and we can win to the derby game, what, seven out of seven. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give them a game, that's for sure. The, yeah, that's the frustrating thing though, Rich. It's the, it's the international break now when we're flying. That's that's the, the frustrating thing. Yeah, I mean, it is, but it's the same for everyone. What it does is it gives us a chance to recharge the batteries as well and to just kind of really mm. say, right, we had, whether it's an extra, whoever's not going on international duty, they have another couple of days coaching with Carla there as well where they can kind of a bit more relaxed around the place, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, look, as it is, look, the run is going to come to an end at some stage and we just kind of, Get, get prepared for whenever it is but I, you don't you don't fear anybody and that's the thing now I think we need to kind of get our mentality right to uh, that whoever it is and, and be confident in ourselves you know yeah yeah that's it just sorry Hello, boys sorry you, Rich. no I was going to ask you had you a favourite video of the, the Spirit of the Blues I just I mean there's so many I mean yeah. the ones with the me anyway which one Maradona Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And those loud ones, it's like uh, I put up one up, but uh, the no, the 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 dancing in thriller where they're all on the street. <laughs> but there's loads of dirty dancing. Though. I mean, there was loads. Of, it's like I say, cause it's all great fun, it really is. Make hay while the sun is shining. Yeah, it really is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Actually, uh, going back to just the uh, the press conference today, Carlo did mention uh, obviously this run 
will come to an end at some stage. And he said, it's, it's how you react to that and the mentality when we, how you react to that. And, you know, long may continue, you know. Um, I, I, I'm a bit wary about tomorrow's game now uh, against Brighton, I have to say. Something's just not sitting right with me about tomorrow's game. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are in relation My to... My thought is, what's, what happened to positive Collie? Where's he gone? <laughs> I know, yeah. I don't know what it you're, is, uh, Joe. You're turning into me, pal. You're listening to <laughs> me too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're just going on to tomorrow's game. Um, I thought Brighton played very well last week and they were really, really unlucky not, not to get the win over Rich. But uh, listen, I think we should have enough radio at home. We should. Yeah, I mean, I'm current form as well. They, they were very unlucky, but I suppose... At the same time, you need to take those chances. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see how they react. But I know they got a they got a bit of a trimming from them during during the week as well. But they didn't have they didn't have everybody out, so it's hard to read too much into it. Um, yeah, I mean they they play really good stuff. Uh, Brighton, you know, they they they, they try to pass. I think it'll be an open game. But uh, yeah, I would expect us to have to have too much for them. But at the same time, they can be really really dangerous on the counter. So we'll have to we'll have to defend well. I think. You know, um, I'm fully confident that we'll get our chances and we'll take them as well. But, yeah, I, I, I'd expect this to come true. Yeah, I think so. Okay, we'll go into predictions. I think I got everything bang on last week, Holly. I don't know what you remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, predictions, Rich. Me, I'm going to go for an open game. I'm going to go 4-2 Everton. Oh, very good. You know, free scoring Everton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not as confident. Um, I think we're going to be done out by VAR. I think a, a VAR decision will go against us tomorrow. I think we scrape a 2-1 win late in the game and Yerry Mina to get on the goal sheet. Goal scoring charts. Okay. Yes, that's a win as well. I'm going to go 3-1. A quite comfortable 3-1. Um, I just think the two lads the farm ring uh, Dom and Rico they're just the confidence as well not just the they're just they're just flying so I go with Rico to get two and Dom to get the other one in the three well, would, would you play in tomorrow Joe if he passes the fitness test again it's going back to what we said there uh, a couple of weeks ago with Hamez if he's if he's 70% fit I'd, I'd play him from the start okay like, like kind of get get that lead rather than have to bring him on chasing the game yeah I think if he's if he's close, he's not going to want to sit on the bench anyway, knowing him. I think he wants to play, yeah. you know. But obviously, obviously within, within reason. You know, you've got to be... Like you said earlier... Sorry, go. Sorry, go. Like you said earlier, Collie, he, like he's, he, he's happy, he's smiling, he, like he's looking to play. So I think if, he, if he's anywhere near fit, he has to start and then kind of get comfortable in the game, then take him off, maybe. Hills in the midfield tomorrow, lads. <sighs> Again, depends on 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 Alan. What what did he say this morning? Would he make? He's out. No, Alan is out. Gomez is out. Okay, I I think I think Sigurdsson will sit in there. And, Andre uh, Sorry, Andre Gomez is out as well. Mm. Yeah, so I I think Sigurdsson, Hamas. Anyway, the car is Sigurdsson, and but again, it, this depends on Richardson as well. If he doesn't play, maybe Bernard or. My mate, a Wobby. I don't, I don't know. Anthony Gordon, by the way, Collie, what's what's going on there? Never mentioned in the press conference today. Uh, ill during the week. Um, 
wasn't asked today by any of the reporters whether he'd be fit for tomorrow. Now, uh, he was asked who was out and Gordon's name wasn't mentioned, so possibly could be back. So if Charles mm-hmm. doesn't start, I wouldn't mind seeing Anthony Gordon on the... Yeah, I think the, he would be top of the list, to be honest, on, on that left-hand side. Mm. Him, him, maybe Bernard next. But, uh, again, I'd like actually play Iwobi through the middle, personally. Iwobi, Sigerson and Dakari. But again, look, it's all options, I suppose. Yeah. We haven't got one team, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, I would think that Delph, you know, if, if possible, that he would just come in for, for, for Allen in, in, into that position and just kind of sit in front of the back four. If you mm. 70 minutes out of him, you know, get get ahead in the game. You know, obviously, he, he probably won't be able to play two two ninety minutes. I don't think he was supposed to play 90 minutes on, on Wednesday night. But if you could get yeah. 70 minutes out, out of him again, I think he'd be... And obviously, the performance that he put in. So himself... Yeah. And Sigerson putting putting in instead of Gomez. Yeah, sure. Listen, that's about time you had these options and good options. You know what I mean to come in. So, yeah, okay. Wait, right, let's we leave it there. Blues. Exactly. Yeah, dirty flinty bit of blues. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's uh, international break next week. Uh, we have uh, a special coming up. Uh, Kevin Sheedy will be joining us next week to talk about Everton so far and touch on Ireland so far as well. Um, so there's only one way to finish out, lads, with uh, Spirit of the Blues. So uh, see what Everton song is number one next week. <laughs> so it's the boys. Talk to us next week. Take care. See you, Joe. Take
listening to the podcast if you're interested in joining the irish toffee supporters club just send an email to memberships at irish-toffees.com or visit our website www.irish-toffees.com up the toffees